and welcome to On Second Thought, the podcast that revisits films to see if they stood the test of time. My name is Cameron. I'm Ken. And I'm Andrew. And today we are talking about Stay Tuned. John Ritter is a couch potato who gets sucked into his TV in a weird demonic parody like version of television and has to get his way out with his wife. And they have to kind of escape together and his kids kind of save him. From hell. Basically, in the process, there's a lot of great spoofs, oh, um, so much. like not you know, a la UHF kind of style. Like this actually movie was basically UHF. Yeah, but not as funny. <laughs> but not as funny. I don't. I I feel like I should know, but I have absolutely no idea which one came first. Um, do you know? I would Is say, it uh, UHF did? Yeah. UHF was first. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not surprised. I I think this was blatantly ripping that off. Then, <laughs> did anybody watch it? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to tell you that I watched it last night at 5.30 in the morning, drunk. <laughs> I think that's the best way to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I was, it felt like, it felt like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I don't know when I'm going to watch it today, so I better watch it now. At, for lack of better judgment, I decided to watch it once I got home from the party. And, uh, and uh, there I was, watching it at 5.30 in the morning. Pretty good. Pretty good. How about you? <laughs> I expected so much of, of John Ritter. I'd never seen this before. I thought I had. It was like, on paper, this movie was meant for me. This was one of those few movies that I, for whatever reason, really... I was so attached to as a kid, I, I re-rented. You ever have movies like that? Where you just you would go to the video store and rent the same thing you've already seen? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this was one of the... For, I don't know why. Like, I watched... <laughs> upon rewatch, I was... I'm not sure what I saw in the movie. I guess I like the idea of going into my television or something. Um, but yes, this was a movie that I thought, I thought was so good. I'd have to re-rent. I probably rented it about three times. No. Uh, se- separately. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know why I don't like, uh, like it was okay. It wasn't even okay. It was pretty much bad. It was a bad movie. <laughs> like, it's been a long time since we've talked. Yeah. It has been a really long time. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Andrew, what have you been up to? Uh, bunch of stuff, bunch of stuff. Um, bought a house. What? Oh my God! Is that true? Yeah, bought a house. Congratulations, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Is that why you didn't give me your mailing address when I asked for it? Because <laughs> you didn't want to tell me where your new house was. We'll just go with that excuse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't answer that question, Andrew. Don't. Were you just walking by something, a sign, and you're like, "This is pretty nice." And I definitely wanted to move. That What's wrong was with your place? For sure. Uh, well, as a tangent, I can give you a good anecdote that happened just today. Um, I found a poop sock. What? Today. What? Right outside my door. Which is indicative of, yeah, in case you don't know what a poop sock is, it's I what don't. it sounds like. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you guys don't experience this? No, I've never heard of a poop sock before. Yeah, yeah, I was going outside today and uh, there's all these flies buzzing around a piece of fabric, what I thought was just a piece of fabric outside my front door. And upon further inspection, realized it was a, a poop sock, which is a, a poopy sock. <laughs> <laughs> right outside my door, like right, right outside. And it was swarming with flies. Yeah. So this is, this is, uh, I mean, my, the, where I'm living, I haven't been too happy with. This was just a sign that I've been making the right decision to get out of the area. But yeah. Let me let me that. ask you. Let me ask you though. You yeah, know, like ask away. as a as a like you know mobsters, they send like dead fish wrapped in newspaper as a sign, like as a sign that a hit has been 
called on your name and you better watch out because you're gonna you're gonna get killed soon what do you think this poop sock means for that <laughs> my theory is that someone and there's a little alcove right by my place a little brick protection where if you gotta go it would be a good area to go as, as private as you're gonna get my guess is somebody had to go and they went right on my front door basically right outside my front door because it was the closest thing where they could get any privacy. I'm sure you had to fill out some sort of paperwork when you bought the new house. Yeah. Was there a line item that said reason for moving? <laughs> <laughs> Poopy sock. It was a, actually a checkbox. It was a pre-written checkbox. <laughs> I just checked it off. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use it as my reason for breaking my lease, actually. <laughs> That's a good idea. I got robbed like recently. What? But, you know, it's fine, whatever it happens, right? Like, we've been, I've been robbed before. So, um, but it's boring. This only happens to Andrew. Like, I don't understand. But I'm just saying, like, that that just doesn't happen to me. And I'm sort of jealous. Like, I'm not, like, that's a story, you know? That is sweet, man. I can't believe it, man. Congratulations. I'm so stoked. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, it's going to be like a ton of work I, I that I don't know how to do, and I'm just hoping to figure out as I go, but it should be interesting. Um, I have a, a pretty rational fear of haunted houses. Like, I am terrified that one day I'll move into a haunted house because we moved a lot. Uh, I felt like we moved a lot as a kid, or like we'd stay in motels a lot as a kid, and I, I was just always scared that we would move into or, or, or find ourselves in a haunted motel or a haunted hotel or a haunted house. So were you ever worried? Did you ever look into whether or not the, uh, the house was haunted? Do you ever go to like the library and like look at the, through the newspapers to see if there's been no, a murder? I should, I'll, I'll figure I'll wait till I do that once. I'll wait to do that once uh, I start seeing things out of the corner of my eye and like a, poopy, like a poopy sock or uh... poopy sock. <laughs> once all your paintings, uh, once the eyes start moving, <laughs> when all of your, your your suit of armor collection starts to come alive. <laughs> you know what would be a great prank? If you gave somebody a painting and you give it to them and it's like a guy, like just a like guy posing and then each day you sneak into their house when they're at work and replace the painting with one that is sort of changing. So it's just slowly morphing <laughs> as time goes by and I, like see if the other person notices. It's a very committed prank. Yeah. It'll be worth it. Yeah. And that could, it could also land you in jail for breaking and entering. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Pranksters get it the worst in prison. Everyone knows that. <laughs> 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 I, uh, yeah, I'm, I, what are you in for? Uh, I, I cellophane the toilet seat. And, uh... So what, you got, you got robbed? You know what? It wasn't that dramatic. It was like, you know, I used to live with Cameron, so Cameron knows that I, I have like that cage in the front of my house. Yeah, well, it's Ken's pranking cage. <laughs> <laughs> I would hold people uh, prisoner in there and then uh, and prank them to death. Uh, and we put our bikes and stuff and our barbecue in there. And one day, uh, we will, I, I went home. All our stuff was in there, all our bikes. We had four bikes in there. And then when I woke up the next day, all of it was gone. They even stole the locks that they cut. Well, when you're stealing, you got to steal everything, touching that thing you're stealing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are the laws of stealing. That's right. <laughs> oh, this world, man. Man, that's, that is my, like, a nightmare. Like yeah, having someone... you, have a, you have a very severe fear of uh, 
of burglars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and especially being in the house. Yeah, being in the house. Like, that's, like, I, I wake up most nights thinking that's happening to me, <laughs> and it's not. So it actually have, like, if I did wake up and that was happening to me, I don't know what, I'd probably, I'd just have a brain aneurysm or something. <laughs> I don't think I can handle it. Just drop dead. <laughs> just got, have a stroke. The guy just goes, well, that was the easiest robbery I've ever committed. Pulls out his that was easy button that he brings. <laughs> <laughs> Which he stole. Oh, man. If that happened to me, I'd probably, I would go straight into prank mode. <laughs> <laughs> You'd go into, like, uh, Kevin McAllister mode? Yeah. Hold it right there. Let me just go get my stuff. Let me just heat up this doorknob. <laughs> <laughs> okay, heat up my tar. I'll be right with you. <laughs> <laughs> I just said this to somebody the other day. I don't have any more daytime friends. I only have nighttime friends. <laughs> I'm only friends with gargoyles. Is a daytime friend like a the ultimate, or is that like not a? Would you prefer a daytime friend? I would prefer more like in the summertime. You don't at the in the in the wintertime you don't notice that you don't have any daytime friends because it's like most people are don't want to be outside. But in the summer you want to be out in the park. You want to go to the okay. beach, which is daytime stuff. Got it. And you realize, oh, I have all of my friends are either asleep at work or just don't like going out in the daytime. They only go out in the nighttime, like for drinking and partying and eating and all whoa, this whoa, stuff. Whoa. Wait, isn't that most people, Ken? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Working or sleeping. People who or... work during the day and go out at night to eat and party. And yeah, but you, hang you out. sort of like want to, su- like some Sunday daytime friends, you know, where you're like, Go have a coffee and then go to the, the park. Have you ever considered going to church? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just a little background. All 24 episodes, including the bonus episode, Ken has been uh, recording without a, a, a microphone. And every maybe like three weeks, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I'm going to get one. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about this uh, new new purchase, new investment we've put into the podcast here ken just purchased a microphone <laughs> we're gonna open it live over the yeah. air and i also want to say that i was in future shop but i was like looking at stuff that i wanted like you know like like the way that a kid looks at stuff um and just sort of like touching it and sort of like looking around seeing what would be good and then looking at the mics and being like oh man i could spend this extra money on this playstation <laughs> You know, and then and then realizing Cameron would be really mad at me if I didn't get a mic. Like I felt the pressure. Like I felt the pressure that I would get. Like Cameron would be super annoyed at me if I didn't get the mic. And I just put everything away. I put everything back. Ken, I, I you know, full disclosure, I was haunting you <laughs> at Future Shop. <laughs> no wonder I was in the uh, I was in the TV aisle, and you know they all have like uh, the the same like. <laughs> The demo. the demo, yeah, the demo footage that's on all the TVs. It's just Cameron going, uh uh <laughs> waving his finger. And as as someone who's been behind the scenes, I will say that the pressure has been on has for been a mounting. while, like has been mounting. Yeah. yeah. So I got I got to hand it to Cam- Cameron. Really looks out for the show, and I've seen it on other in other instances as well. But he's got like this show is, you know. He's got our backs, and uh, even if that means a, a like a group email to 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 us on a you know at least biweekly basis, reminding Ken about microphones and sending Amazon links, 
It's great. And let me tell you that I was embarrassed to carry it home with me because I forgot to get a... I don't believe in carrying bags now. I don't believe in carrying, like, plastic bags for things because it's like, you know, I don't need an extra plastic bag for stuff. You know, bad for the environment. And then I realized I was walking down the street. I'm like, I'm carrying a podcasting microphone right now. <laughs> I look like cool. a... Yeah. I know. And, like and I, I, you know, it's funny. When I... The first time I saw it, I, it felt like something that Chris Isaac would sing. It, <laughs> it had... It's just like something at a smoky club somewhere you know like some sort of rockabilly mic <laughs> you got the rock you got the rockabilly edition oh man yeah so this is pretty it's pretty weird i walked and i walked by um a group of people and one and there was a really cute girl that i i, I was like oh you're really cute um and started talking to her and i was had this podcasting microphone underneath my arm the entire time and felt so self-conscious <laughs> uh while talking to her because i really i was like there's no, there's no angle from this box that ma- doesn't make me look like a total turd, you know. Like on the on the back of the box, there's a guy recording on his guitar uh, with a laptop, and it looks like he's got a puka shell sort of style, like wristband, and uh, that's not a good angle. And on the other side, it's got a picture of the microphone, which is not a, a good angle either. You know, front, it says Nessie, and it's just, it's just not a flattering, it's not a flattering box. That's all. It's just not a flattering box. Anyway. You, you know, I just, I'm looking at it online, and I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> so if I were that lady, you would have won my heart. Can we, like, do this on air and have us hear the new mic, like, for the latter half of the episode? Is that possible? But I'm plugging it in now. I don't know where this is going to take me, so I'll see you on the other side. One second. So they're they're bouncing around uh, different television channels, trying to escape the clutches of these demons. For example, they will appear in a western, or they will appear in a f- made-for-TV movie about the French Revolution. But my favorite part was when, <laughs> even though it went on way too long, was <laughs> they changed channels and they ended up in a Salt and Pepper video. <laughs> oh yes. yeah, yeah, that was definitely the best. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. My problem with this movie is why didn't they just stay in that video for eternity? It was great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, why do you even want to leave? You're just dancing. Salt and Peppa's there. No one's trying to even hurt you. You're just having yeah. a good time in like a abandoned factory as, you know, Salt and Peppa uh, end up all the time. That's their artist loft. Um, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So. That's their practice yeah, that, space, right? <laughs> yeah, well, they need. How do you get to be Salt and Peppa without some sort of, you know, it takes work. <laughs> it takes a lot of work. work somewhere. Yeah, you've got to push it. You got to push it real good, right? <laughs> uh, you're you're entirely right. That is probably the best scene in the movie. I I can't actually pinpoint another scene that I enjoyed. You didn't like uh, driving over Miss Daisy. <laughs> that was. This is like the worst Mad Magazine style. Oh, like yeah. there's there's the just titles. bad titles. Yeah. That... Uh, there there was that also that one Three Men and Rosemary's Baby as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> as a kid, I really loved Wayne's Underworld. I wanted to po- propose to you guys to come up with some more contemporary takes. Like if this movie were to be made today, like some demonic spins on contemporary television or film. And I couldn't think of anything. The best thing I came up with, which is not contemporary, was uh, Perfect Stranglers, which I thought was... <laughs> <laughs> that's 
it. I, 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 without joke, I spent 20 minutes trying to think of something good, and that's as good as I got. And it's a show to come from the 80s. Oh my god. Uh, what about um, uh, Two and a Half Demon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's good. That's really good. But would you consider subscribing to a cable package exclusively con- consisting of spoof television? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. 666 spoof channels. <laughs> um, my niece, Franca, she listens to the show. Does she and actually listen to the show? She does, yeah. Really? And she's she's yeah, she's six years old. But uh, yeah, I told her that I would uh, I would mention her on this episode. Frank is cool. I like Franca mm-hmm. a lot. I haven't seen Franca in forever. Uh, Andrew, I don't even know if you've met Franca. I don't think I have no. But hi, you'd get along, I think. Frank is cool. <laughs> um, from what I remember, she's a pretty chill kid. Uh, from what I remember, uh, and uh, your sister who is Franca's mom, also very cool um, as well. But uh, listening to our show, oh, I don't know, a little blue, a little blue. <laughs> we could re- we could ask her her favorite movie and review that. No, I did. Uh, she, oh. she suggested that we watch How to Eat Fried Worms, and I don't even know if that's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. So. I don't know if that's a movie or not, but... Uh, yeah, no. but uh, but yeah, but thanks for listening, Franca. There's a couple of fans of the show, but uh, Franca is a real gem. This is why we yeah. do it. Am I right, guys? This is why yeah, yeah, we record the podcast to entertain children all across the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of the show. Make sure to check us out on our website on secondthoughtpodcast.com or in iTunes where you can write a review or rate the show. Uh, feedback at onsecondthoughtpodcast.com. You can also go to our Facebook fan page, which is facebook.com slash OST podcast. And with Ken's new microphone, we're, we're re-energized to go 1 million episodes. So help us, help us reach that goal. <laughs> you know, I want to stress that I still have the receipt and the original packaging for this box <laughs> and this microphone. And so... If people like the edginess and the raw quality of the sound that we had for the last 24 episodes, please let me know because the mic is very expensive. July 24th, 8.48 p.m. Hi, this is Franca. I was just wondering when you were going to put that recording that you made out. Um, Bye, or if you made it, bye.